Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Conversation hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hello. What's going on? What's going down? What's goody? Uh, <laughs> so how was you guys' holiday? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely bittersweet. It was <laughs> definitely, definitely bittersweet. Z don't want that's me to go it. into full detail, but I am. Well, Such we like that here. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Auntie Part Two. Oh, really? This step is a different aunt. They might as well be twins. Oh. Oh, I really want it. <laughs> yes, I have nothing to say. You have nothing I'll, to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'm gonna start since y'all got all the juicy auntie stuff. Um, <laughs> so let's use this segment to highlight the great things about 2018 and what we look forward to in 2019. Okay, so I'm gonna go first. So my favorite. <laughs> I, 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 I had to keep going first before y'all take it. Well, my favorite highlight of 2018 is definitely B-Tag, which I am so patiently waiting on. Um, Diamond, this year, me and Z will have our own class, right? Oh, I don't know. Y'all got to... You got to sign up for it, yeah, right? Yeah, you got to go yeah. and present the workshop. You got to mm-hmm. ask. They got to approve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. So what did y'all enjoy about it? B-Tag? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I know. Uh, I, the, oh, okay, yeah. with the people on pot, you know. Yeah. Okay, so what I really... What is BTAC? First of all, people may not know that. Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> I'll let you know. BTAC is oh, Black good. Trans Advocacy Conference. Right. And that's basically a place where um, trans POC people mm-hmm. can come together and white people as well. <laughs> you guys are definitely welcome. Um, as long as you don't take up too much space. I'm sorry. Mia is just so funny. Any other ethnicity. <laughs> any any ethnicity is welcome. We want everybody to be able to share this experience and um, tell about it because we, we're all about education and family and family isn't just black people but this is a space dedicated for black people that centers black 
people. Right. Yeah, black trans people. <laughs> that black trans people or... or yeah, right. It's a conference in Dallas. First of all, let's talk about where it's at. It's a conference in Dallas yes. that um, was started by a black really trans Z. man. He's cracking up. I'm sorry. Are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on that. So, so it's a black trans centered conference that was created by a black trans man. What's his name? His name is Carter Brown. Okay. Um, and he and his wife started this journey about um seven. No, it's been about eight years, and this will be the eighth, the eighth annual Black Trans Advocacy Conference. Um, last year, I had the honor of being the keynote. I yes. really, really enjoyed it, and she did a um, really good job, guys. It was crazy, but um, <laughs> but I love the whole experience. Um, yes, yeah, so if you are in the in search of a conference that is black, queer, trans-centered conference, this is the conference for you. I'm telling you, it feels like a black family reunion. Because um, I didn't think that at first. I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. being somebody that is queer and. And being somebody that's trans, I always step into spaces kind of timidly, not timid, like kind of like, mm, I don't know what it's going to give. I'm going to be on my P's and Q's, but it wasn't like that at all. We did the Cupid shuffle as soon as I came into the building. I said, oh, that's how y'all feel. And it was really, everybody was welcoming. Nobody, of course, <clears throat> You had a lot of different type of people, which made it very, 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 very diverse. And I absolutely love that aspect. Right, Um, because it's not just um, binary trans people there. There are... um, Non-binary. Non-binary people there. And you are welcome. We make space for you. Um, There are stealth people there. There's out and proud people there. The space is specifically centering black trans people, the black experience. Um, There um, are queer women there. There are cis women there. There are cis men there. Not a lot, but... (laughs) There are cis Um, men? Yeah, there were some cis men there. To Um, this last time when I was there? uh Uh-huh. Oh, I couldn't tell. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, can you take that out? Why? I think that's shade. Oh, no. but do you do know that cis men are gay men too. Like, yeah, it includes gay men. Yeah, I, I do want. You know what? Okay, so <laughs> Marsha's played. Mia here. has been working on <laughs> what cis is in Mia's mind. Cis it means heterosexual, but that is not true. Unfortunately, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> but it's it's not true. I'm working on me. You know these new terms and terminology that we're coming up with. New. <clears throat> that is new. Is it to you? Cisgender uh, is new. S- <laughs> it kinda is. Wait, okay, so when, hold on, wait a minute. Time. Y'all, every time 
everybody always got to get me together. It's look, sis, you, you throw yourself. I'm sorry. When did sis come out? When did when did when how did long has sis been out? In the 80s, Dr. Sagas <gasps> created it. Can you take this part out? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Why do no. you always gotta do me like that? <laughs> like you're just gonna make me look like an ass today. It's no. okay because it's a lot of girls that, and a lot of other people that struggle with. Oh, thanks. We, we've had, we, Thank even, you so much. Uh-uh, we not gonna get her off that hook real quick. <laughs> we have had a podcast for over a year and have used this word. <laughs> even if you okay. just learned the word <laughs> on the first episode, bitch, it's still ain't do. <laughs> okay, so let me rephrase that. It's not new to everybody. <laughs> Definitely not you. <laughs> So yes, BTAC is an amazing conference that centers us, is FUBU as fuck for us, by us, and if you are looking for a conference to come to, um, and you want to learn, you want to meet trans folks, even if you are a cis person, you can come and enjoy it, um, I am on the board there, so mm-hmm. you know I don't be about no fuck shit, <laughs> so it just come, um, it is always at the end of April, um, and they actually just opened up early bird registration, so go check it out. I have the link in the bottom. Boom. So, so that was one of my go, highlights. Do you want to go next, or you want me to go? You go. So, um, my the highlight of one of the highlights of my year, um, was basically the whole fucking spring. Like, the spring of 2018 really, really pierced my heart and just really opened up my heart to a lot of things. One of the things that it opened my heart to was cisgender women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah, because I remember there being a time, Dami, you was like, I, I ain't going to be friends with them. I don't trust them. <laughs> because it is, um, it just has been a history of mine to not really fuck with them like that. Like, it's just like, fuck with them f- with a long handle spoon. So, it, 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 there just have been a lot of stuff that's happened. And I remember the beginning of... Um, in 2017, a girl who had been a subscriber of mine named Tia, she had sent me this long message and it started off like, you know, I know Diamond, you don't fuck with cis women like that, but blah, 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 blah. And at the time, I didn't notice that I had said so many things that, not bad about them, but But that, you don't fuck with cis women. <laughs> that I like, I keep them at arm's length. Mm-hmm. Because, like, not that, that not fucking with them isn't the right thing. Because I do, but I keep them as a distance. They are not my close friends. They right. are not my... Um, Immediate friends. Confidants, because I feel like I can't tell them things and they keep it secret. Um, you see what I'm saying? They're just, mm-hmm. just they're just not immediate friends. What type so, of things? I'm just interested. Anything. Like, if I want to open up to them about who I'm dating, if I want to open up to them about personal things, mm-hmm. it's just... It just has always turned into something that end up harming me later on mm-hmm. um, when I became close to a cis woman. And so when this year I just have met so many like genuine motherfucking cis women. And so I, I brought up the Tia, the hmm. Tia email because she, when she said it, 
I don't want to say it offended me, but it was shameful. Mm. Mm. And so she was like, you know, I know you don't fuck with cis women, but I would really like to become your friend. And, you know, I, I know you had bad experiences in the past and da, da 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 There was something about her letter to me that really made me feel shameful. Like, why? Like, why am I um, like this? Like, what? And I didn't know that I had said it. I had said something about it so many times that it had branded her to, oh, Diamond doesn't fuck with cis women. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I just say that all the time, but... You know, something, it's, I said it enough to where she decided to craft this letter like that. Mm. And so, in that process, me and her became friends and we were talking, da 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 um, And then shit started to happen. So, that was in 2017 and I, and I went to my ancestors and was like, you know, what is this? Something's happening. Like, why did I feel this shame? There is something that I need to work on with this because I feel like I'm closing the door to some uh, whole demographic of people that could really be positive in my life. So I was like, well, whatever I need to do, I need you to put it in my path to meet some great cisgender women. Okay? All of a sudden, 2018 come, and I meet... Queer Walk, I meet T with Queen and J, I meet um, Bag Ladies, I meet um, Sam Manakua from Inner Hole Uprising, and I just, they just have um, their level of trans education, their level of trans understanding, um, their level of community building, their level of embracing us with open arms, and action and bringing us to the table it i've never in my life seen that before like i've never experienced that before so and like i said it really pierced my heart and i really like i really like these girls Mm -hmm. so it's like women um so it's it's just it was it the springtime was a really going up there and them being so black as fuck and um, so black loving and creating. I had like BTAC, you know how we talk about BTAC? Mm-hmm. It's just this loving black trans center space. They, mm-hmm. when I went to their events, they have this black film space that is so loving that checks any fucking bullshit that might happen at the door it just is they are creating a safe space for black films that i have never experienced before in the same way btac btac was the only one that i have felt that kind of safety and so when i came to their event and felt that same family reunion loving except sometimes my family reunions are uh, kind of violent and hostile <laughs> you see what i'm saying <laughs> i'm sure y'all talk about that later when you come Baby. in spaces with with your family sometimes even that can be hostile but your chosen family to feel that kind of love the way i feel it though their event it really really was powerful and heart piercing in a healing kind of way and that's mm-hmm. why i said it really changed my heart about things and then um you know all going to you know just opening up doors for me that I had never experienced. I never thought that I would be speaking at white-ass um, Syracuse University. <laughs> you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I've spoken to other schools like HBCUs, HBCUs, and, you know, did shit like that. But, you know, just them opening up of doors of opportunities. And then 
listening to them and learning so much from them and hearing them talk about things from a cis perspective about transness where I'm like, oh, they get it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How many times do I, I've never met somebody that gets it. You get what I'm saying? Have y'all ever met people like that? Yeah, Yeah, I have. I've met people that who get it, but I think every, to be honest, I think everybody gets it. They just choose not to get it. Well, I'm talking about people that don't choose not to get it. Like, I get it. I understand it. I can explain it to other people. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes. So wow. I hadn't met them. I had pe- I met people who was on that same I tolerate you level. Mm-hmm. Not just I accept you, but yeah, I tolerate. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a big difference between tolerance and and acceptance and embrace right and so this is the first time that i felt a a level of embrace from cis women in a group in a um in this magnitude of way and so for me that was a really really great highlight and i want to thank all of them ladies and i appreciate except for jay she's not a lady (laughs) um all of them and I just, I just really, I cannot thank y'all enough. This year has been amazing. It has made me feel great about myself. It has made me feel, um, shit. I mean, it just any, any, any kind of insecurities that I have may, may have had being in this game and being a storyteller and being somebody who can, who can create content. They all went out the door because of their um admiration because of their love and because of their inclusion of me into their spaces and i totally totally appreciate it so that for me that was a highlight for me of 2000 one of my highlights in 2018 so i thank y'all for loving me with your actions and not just your words i think that's really important to point out I really, really appreciate the actions that you took to include me, the actions that you took to be a champion of me to be in spaces. And I really, really appreciate that. So thank y'all. That's what's up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mine is moving in with Mia. What? Oh. Yeah. Like that was the first time I ever just moved in with somebody else other than my parents mm. or other than family. Right. So it was interesting. Because you feel less obligated to, this sounds selfish, but you feel less obligated to conform when it's somebody that's like, that sees you in a different way, not like their child or just like a kid. I don't know. It's just different because for some reason, all my family kind of sees me as a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why. So I don't know what what happened but it's like what if they could just see the innocence in me Mm -hmm. i always think about things in spiritual perspective of course i'm not trying to say that um well that's kind of natural like because because the hierarchy of a family if you are the baby or you are a child it's hard for my mother even me like my little brother true i'll be i'll be like oh my god you really are a grown man like we'll have conversations like the show that i had him on Mm -hmm. even in in the midst of that conversation i had this even more deeper real realization that this Mm -hmm. is a grown fully actualized adult Mm -hmm. and so i had to come it's me coming out of that stage of thinking him as oh my little brother yeah Mm -hmm. i was thinking of like innocence in a sense of 
um, they're not used to me having an opinion and talking back to them. And mm-hmm. like, what if they still kind of see me in that way? So it's kind of get rid. It's hard to get rid of that mm-hmm. and actually see that I too go through adult things. Mm-hmm. So like that was like a wake up call to them. I feel like me exposing all of these opinions and all of this stuff on Marsha's plate is kind of like. Like, all that innocence was gone. So it was like, let me talk the innocence back into you. So it was just cool to <laughs> to uh-huh. go amongst me or to be to a person, like, go around a person that accepts you into your adulthood. adulthood mm-hmm. And it's like, you have certain responsibilities. I expect this out of you. It's more so of that vibe to where you want to evolve into adulthood. Right. Yeah, so it's just weird. Because I always forget that you really are. Yeah. <laughs> just early, beginning. Your, your early 20s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's just it was just an interesting experience. Nice. As far as that. I'm pretty sure she has something different. She probably like, "Ugh, I can't stand him." <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take you for your even way. though you do burn my pussy here and there, <laughs> but we do it to each other in both ways. Both ways, it goes both ways. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That was okay. So I guess back to my turn. So my second uh, highlight of the year would be working for the J Milan agency. <clears throat> it um it was something that I was really nervous about doing because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a that I'm trans and um, I know that the entertainment industry isn't too fond of us, but you know, you see other people that are thriving in it. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. And I kind of psyched myself out and I talked to people around me and people were like, girl, just go ahead and do it. So I did it. And um, just being around all these different type of people who have all these ambition and goals and that are driven and and that always put forth effort every day to accomplish whatever they want they never sleep they they're always on the go every day they're consistent they're always and every time you see them they're growing and I went I was like I need to be a part of some type of organization like that and I was like I'm gonna do it and so I'm that was one of my highlights because I was around a lot of different people um and it showed me what is possible when you put forth the effort like every day. It showed me what consistent consistency can look like, mm-hmm. which is very, very important uh, when you want to involve. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think you also have to when you when you talk about this like grind culture, like, mm-hmm. oh, don't sleep. I don't think that's necessarily healthy. I think consistency is healthy. But you gotta make sure you take time to take care of yourself. You right. gotta make sure you got to you gotta take time to break when you need to break mm-hmm. because breaking, resting, sleeping, eating well, all um It ties into self care. Into self care and to to get you to your peak to of performance. Mm-hmm. So when you are on the grind and not resting, you're at peak level of healthiness mentally and physically. So make sure when you, I understand the consistency, mm-hmm. but make sure that you um, are thinking of it um, in a way that balances your self care and the grind and the, and the evolution. I agree. I definitely agree. My second one is going to be, lessons that I learned in 2018 about setting boundaries for myself. So um, 
2016, most of 2018, um, I had my mother come stay with me. I had Brandon come stay with me. Um, and for my whole life, I've had people who are my friends or my family stay with me mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. I've always been like the mother mother hen of people and I have always been the um the savior quote unquote like mm-hmm. if I if they fall I'm the one to help them get on their feet and da 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 but usually I'm the one that is harmed in the situation mm-hmm. not harmed physically but harmed financially mm-hmm. and um this year of all the times I've learned that I'm no longer in the savior no longer in the savior business i'm not allowing people i had to learn that boundaries that my heart and my giving and my generosity and my um being there for people does not define my loyalty as a friend i felt like as a friend that in order for you, the kind of friend that I would be to myself mm-hmm. is somebody who is always there unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that is not going to even allow you to be, to lose when you're helping me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of friend that I would be. But mm-hmm. I, the, the issue with that is that I have that same high expectations for people who are my friends. Mm-hmm. So, but they are not me. Do you see what I'm saying? So I had to learn that sometimes when people, when you're helping people, you have to set boundaries because they'll take advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and you'll won- lose and I'll lose. And sometimes in certain things I'm willing to lose. Cause I know when somebody comes stay with you, um, you, your bills is going to go up. Your but privacy then, is gone. You, your privacy is gone. You know, there's something that you kind of, I'm compromising to lose to help you. Mm-hmm. But then it gets to a point where it's like, mm, like you're taking it too far. Mm-hmm. And so learning to, elim- to establish those boundaries early, early on, instead of me compromising and letting stuff slide and letting stuff just ride out just in the name of, well, I'm just trying to help you know, and be your friend and be because people don't appreciate you and they take you take you for granted. And so for me, um, I learned that I, I can set my boundaries and still have a healthy relationship with people mm-hmm. like, OK, well, these are my boundaries. You're not a, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So I've given you well enough time time. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so setting the, that's really hard for me because my love the way I love is acts of service and the way I receive love is acts of service so I try to be there for my friends when they need me in, in help and in things like that so so and that's how I prove my loyalty to you and I and I don't what I've learned this year is that people don't take things that way people don't necessarily receive them in a way that I want them to receive them, they'll receive, receive, take, 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 receive, take, take, receive. take, 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 receive. They'll get, they'll take it, but they won't appreciate it and show the same love mm-hmm. back to me in the same, the same care and love back to me in the same way. So this year taught me to keep those boundaries really early, mm-hmm. really, really quick, really, really, um, 
like right in the moment mm-hmm. so that it won't last long enough to harm you and that's what it is and you're not severing a relationship yeah and and not and how to not sever the relationship mm-hmm. all right we've done what we were supposed to do we got to work it out mm-hmm. i tried yes so mine is meeting your mom another one of mine meeting my mom yeah we where that yeah her mom was very interesting. She reminded me a lot of my dad, like a lot. So, so, so it was kind of like, hmm. But I don't know. I could t- I could sense that something is really, really sweet in her. So it was just interesting. I've never met like everybody who I've. No, I'm not gonna say everybody. But like the person that I'm with, I pay attention to their mom a lot to understand them. So. <laughs> like based on how they've could have been raised or like ima- just imagining certain things for me so just seeing her mom it made me understand Mia more like I understand the her not wanting to put up with certain things based on what they've been through and based on her mom's decision making on certain things it kind of makes you have an understanding of the person um yeah, it does. Could you go into detail? <laughs> it gives you insight. Let's see. Maybe that's a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something specifically because I'll be thinking about everybody mm-hmm. when I think. Let's see. <sighs> Maybe like how sweet you are. I, I use that one as a. Example mm-hmm. two, like how giving you are as well, mm-hmm. and how you're less selfish about a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's an example. Your mom is the same way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just <laughs> growing up, seeing how like my mom's like the same way you are, Diamond, or mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit more. And seeing Pete, Pete, her friends and the people around her take advantage of her and be mean to her and her her being nice, they would mistake that for being dumb. And so seeing that, I knew that my mom wasn't dumb. She was just a nice and giving person. And so seeing seeing that i was just all I've, I've always been i've always been a nice person but i've always been like you know, i wouldn't let people take advantage of me the way that i seen my mom being taken advantage of because i've seen how it hurt her so yeah yeah so one of my highlights <laughs> <laughs> moving right on <laughs> i suck at going into depth about stuff um the another one of my highlights was um <laughs> what? It's gonna be something freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I already know it because she's been freaky lately. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, um, oh. excuse me. It's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it's the truth. <laughs> Go ahead. It's gonna be something freaky. Wait. Go ahead. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's that. That is definitely need to be taken out, Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nothing's wrong with being freaky, but they don't need to know that I've been being freaky lately. Oh, we didn't go into details. Right. I'll be a super freak. <laughs> she be throwing herself. Well, everybody know I'm a super freak. You okay. Uh, I'm not really I not think, a super I freak. I'm just like you I can't think, think that. Who? I, I thought you was about know. to say you was gonna take it out. Nah. <sighs> I think they know. It's they probably do. 
That's fine. Anyway, your highlight, your last highlight, darling. Well, my last highlight is I definitely learned how to eat pussy. <laughs> eat pussy. Yes. <laughs> I wear it out now. I knew it, baby. <laughs> listen, I fucking knew baby, it, baby. I know what to do now. <laughs> ow, ow, bitch. So how did that come about, darling? It's just you can ask the right questions. Is it this one? This way? This one? This one? This way? Boom! Then you get it. You gotta. You gotta learn how to do it. I'm done. Oh. Wait, let's. Let, oh, wait a minute. Is that? Is this true? Z? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's my last highlight. Boom. So was it? Um. Oh, we gotta go into deeper this. Oh, okay. So how was the learning curve? The the learning curve. curve. Uh huh. So from the first time to tonight, (laughs) you know, what was the process of learning? The first time I was kind of scared because I didn't Uh know what was going on. I didn't know what what to expect. You know, I never had a a face-to-face type of conversation Uh like that before. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay, so let's get this started. But it wasn't like I it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because I thought it was going to be like, I don't know. I just. She was going to say something problematic would change her mind. I was. was. But no, I just, it's not as bad as that. The learning curve was just remembering that everybody is different, just like penises. Uh Like, the way that certain guys like certain things is the same way with vaginas. Like okay. everybody is different and you just have to pay attention and keep your eyes open. Cause like body movements tell you a lot too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cis gender men. Right. We talked about this before. <laughs> Say guys, <laughs> I got it too. We gotta, you know, we gotta pay attention <laughs> to body movements, mm-hmm. body parts, mm-hmm. what they're doing, the reaction, mm-hmm. because there is an orgasm drought in y'all community. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here on March's Play, Mia is teaching y'all little tidbits on how to do what you do better. Do you want me to give details? <laughs> Does Z want you to give details? <laughs> I'm just like uh, Z just like in shock. He look, he's picking his fingers. I'm not like, in shock. I, they really okay? are dirty. Okay, well, I didn't want to expose that, but since you just put me on the spot, I had to expose <laughs> my fingernails was dirty, like your stereotypical guy. Thank you. Okay, it's all your fault. Don't play in vaginas with dirty fingernails. Right? No. Let's make that into a positive. <laughs> All right, so mine. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Did you want to go into detail? Uh, that's fine. Did y'all want me to? Well, I'm sure the audience wants you to. <laughs> they always on there. So okay, so Z. Um, a lot of people dropping out of my life. What? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. He thought it was his turn. <laughs> no, not your turn. You want her to go into detail? You want me to go detail? into detail? Watch oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's move back to me. Rewind. Okay, so. <clears throat> I don't know what to say about little clitorises. That's a different story. I think that that's a different thing. But with big ones. 
Yes, let's explain that to the people who don't know. In the wound, during conception, we are all females at first. But what happens is that Y chromosome that the daddy spit into the egg releases like androgens. And the androgens tells the body that is about to form that it needs to drop the penis out and drop the testes out to become, you know, to become a male. But in a female, it just stays the same and stays ovaries and stays like inverted, stays being a pussy. So when we introduce hormones to the female body, there are certain changes that happens. It starts to do what it do. Because when you're all testosterone, <laughs> your clitoris gets bigger <laughs> and it starts to look like a little penis. Penis, yes. Yeah. Like a they call it a micro penis. Micro penis. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like yeah. a little that- like that a little penis. I don't like that name. Not that I call I, it micro penis. Not that I get to name anything, but <laughs> I feel like I would feel funny about that name if I was a trans yeah, man. I call it a clip. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if I, okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, with okay, the bigger ones, you have to. It's like you don't want to suck too hard because that's going to be too much it's going to be it's going to be too sensitive so it's like mm, mm, that might could just be to, me though it could yeah. well okay so we're talking about my experience so it's kind of like this is what z likes i don't want people to have that idea <laughs> <laughs> like, okay so this is what z likes you oh know. my god okay go ahead so you kidding. can't you can't be you can't suck too hard um <clears throat> you have to definitely have a lot of mouth on but like the way that you suck it has to be like um wait this got too specific <laughs> wait. i know i feel, I feel well, y'all said you want specific. No, this is going so it's make you feel some type of way <laughs> no. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Right, I didn't. I shouldn't have said this is what Z likes. You wouldn't have. Yeah, because that, that idea. did kind of make you feel kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little too personal. Your tips for the cisgender man who don't know how to eat or so you know, I'm how feeling, do they do it? This awkward moment is making me feel like the trade. I can't. I'm having. <laughs> I feel like cis women like pussy know how to please pussy. Oh yeah, true team. They do. Yeah, so it's mostly cis people that cis women who listen to this. Y'all know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that took a big circle. Okay, so don't suck too hard. And use your tongue too. You want to use your tongue? Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, mine. <laughs> I'm done. A highlight of this year is that I made the most money that I have ever made in my life in Woo-woo. 2018. Yes, yeah, so um, I really have been grinding and sleeping really well. Yeah, <laughs> grinding and sleeping and taking care of myself and doing what I need to do really to be to to be successful at my job. To um. Um, really work hard and do what I need to do in regards to building wealth. My credit score has went up. It's not amazing, but it's definitely not in the 
red. <laughs> it's in the high yellow. <laughs> so um, I'm in the process of trying to get a house and in the process of just trying to build a more stable place for myself. So having a great income and the stability of being able to do the fun stuff that I like to do, mm-hmm. I think um, this year has been really a real blessing for me. And that was a highlight. That's bomb. Yeah. That's a really good highlight. Absolutely. Ev- ev- evolution is amazing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Last one, Z. Um, a lot of people leaving my life. <laughs> Back to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of people that I'm starting to realize more so their character. And so, like, I really fell back from a lot of people this year. Like, my own sister. Um, But it's not even like it's a hard feelings type of thing. It's just, like, naturally you could tell that y'all are on, y'all got to go on different paths. And that that might not mean that they're dropping out forever. It's just, like, it's just been a lot of falling back that's been happening. And, you know, some leaving too. Um, it's just like, that's where, I, that's where my topic comes in. It's like, how far do you think you want to accept people's beliefs where you know that you're not a part of, something in you is not a part of that belief or that your situation is worthy of existing or something like that. So it's like, just a lot of people just falling back. It's just like... I don't know what to think about it sometimes. It's like I choose to see it positively it's, a lot. It's self-care. That's yeah. what it is. It's about, um, <clears throat> no, like I just talked about mine, yeah. knowing your boundaries when somebody... Um, it's toxic. It's toxic. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard when it's a family member or somebody that you have been so close to in the past mm-hmm. that could possibly be a part of your support system when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody you felt safe with when you were younger. That kind of stuff. But now as you grow older and you become the man that you are, you become the woman that you are, you mm-hmm. become whatever identity that you are, um, and you grow up and you, bec- you c- become the adult that you want to be, standing on your own yeah. two feet, Sometimes those people don't understand, like they see that old you and they want that old you back. And not just on a trans level, but on Mm -hmm. a level of when you were younger, you used to do what I tell you to do. Or when you were younger, you used to not have opinions. When you were younger, you didn't Mm -hmm. have a mind of your own. You just kind of just listened or you Mm -hmm. just, you was timid. But now that you're becoming an adult and you becoming to have opinions and you thought thoughts of your own. how hard is that for me to accept and if they can't accept it and they don't go along with your adult program sometimes it's just like okay well i gotta fall back and that doesn't mean i don't love you yeah that don't mean that i don't even want to um sever the relationship sometimes you gotta sever it too but sometimes you don't sometimes it's just let me fall back and then when you need me because especially like a sister or a brother because i have a brother who I went through that experience when around a little bit older than your age. I was like, mm, you know, you're kind of toxic. You're not healthy for me, but you are my brother. And I do love you. There's a nostalgia of loving you that, and there was moments in my life that I really, really loved you, but you have grown into a new person and I've grown into a new person. And those two people coming together is really unhealthy and I got to let it go. And I think that's normal. I think it's self-care. Mm-hmm. I think I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because I had to do that too. <clears throat> do, do you go through a level of mourning? Um, yeah, somewhat because my love is never false. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, damn, like, ah, another one gone. But then it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like, okay, my intuition wasn't tripping on certain things. Like, signs that I've seen whenever I've became comfortable doing this or whenever I've been comfortable or whenever I was comfortable doing this and them seeing you grow and then it making them uncomfortable. You can kind of see that uncomfortableness and see that energy in them. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, my intuition wasn't tripping all the time. And then sometimes it reveals to you how much these people really don't know anything about you. Right. So like, or don't care. Yeah. It's kind of like, an empathetic way of seeing for me as far as, oh, okay, I can see how you could analyze that. And then it goes to, okay, I have to do what Z got to do. Like, I have to keep the people in my life who I know are going to be okay with me evolving or actually do get to know me. Like, I don't know. Like, know stuff past the physical Right. You know, because it seems like they're all so focused on the physical right now. That they're not seeing the you. Right. So it's kind of like I fall back towards that until you feel like you want to explore that. Right. In the meantime, I'm going to keep on evolving. I'm already done learning that shit. So I'm just going to keep learning about other stuff while you still in the process of trying to. Where you figure shit out. Right. To where you refuse to try to understand. We can't have a conversation. So going into 2019, um, I think one of the what we hope for everybody who is listening is that you really focus on your self care, mm-hmm. focus on your pussy eating, <laughs> <laughs> focus mm-hmm. on your money, focus mm-hmm. on um, evolving, evolving, and opening up to love from people that you might not expect it from. Yeah. Um, I think that was the highlights of 2018, and I want to bring more of that for us and more of that for you guys in 2000, and, you guys and girls, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and everybody in between um, in 2019. So, mm-hmm. happy new year. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> all righty anyway thank y'all and the patreon and paypal link is at the bottom back to the show all right so basically on christmas day i decided to meet with my father 
my father and I. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but uh, I had went to his new house that he had bought. He finally got on his feet again. That's um, really nice. Yeah. And what I've come to realize is we haven't actually been what we relate in is I don't want to feel I don't want to be around nobody if I feel like I can't provide for them. Like whenever I be broke, I be like real depressed and he has the same thing. So that's part of the reason why me and him haven't been close the past few years is because he's just been going through a lot. Um, you know, a lot of karmic stuff we all have to go through sometimes. Um, and then we finally like met to where we're both at a, okay, we're good. But like we met up again and this was like one of the first times we've both been in like more of a healthy mind state because I was around him when I was really depressed. I was more so around him when I wasn't on hormones and I was more depressed and we both were just like at a very depressed state. And then when we talk, like every time we talk, it's always very intelligent conversations. And that's what I appreciate about him. Mm -hmm. So like when we got back together again you could tell he's been learning a lot about trans stuff lately, and he's like kind of he's very spiritual and he's Christian, so he tries to pl tie it into um, his spiritual life as well. So, um, yeah, so like I was just like, this is interesting. My my aunt comes in, and I'm confused. I'm thinking like, this is half a. I'm, I'm like, is she? <laughs> I'm like, is she picking up something? She should have been picking up something and leaving. Uh -huh. I was like, is she picking up something? And what you leaving? mean? What you think? Or? What you mean by picking up something? Like, is she coming by to like get a gift? Oh, she literally picking yeah. up. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I realized she was staying, and like, it was one instance where she went in the room, and my dad kind of was like. I don't know if we should have this conversation around her because she gives her unwanted opinion. He stated that he knows how she could be. So <laughs> I was like, nah, because when she came in, she was kind of hesitant. She came in plexed up. She was kind of weird. And so I wasn't sure she was to be hesitant up. either. So like the energy was weird. And I'm the type to talk about it. Okay. It's gotten to a point where it's like, what's going on? And I'm going to talk and I'm going to be vocal. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was doing. And I didn't want people to think. At the Christmas dinner table right after read. So um, I didn't want people to think that I was being like extra by bringing up this topic. But basically, based like from the last auntie situation, I could sense that there was tension from that because I didn't do anything to her. So I was just like, hey, so like, how do you how do you feel like the manner was taken? Do you feel like it was OK how the other aunt presented everything like with all the drama, how do you feel about the situation? It was like, she was like, do you really want to know how I feel? And I was like, yeah. And I knew it was going to be problematic, most likely. But I still wanted to know. because But I, you opened the door for her to give her. But right. no shade. Exactly. No exactly. shade. When he when he opened up the door, she said, are you sure you want me yes. to, to spill you yes. this? Are you sure you want me to give you the truth? Because I'm going to give you the truth. Oh, were you giving her permission? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly why it's different from the last one. The last one was involuntarily, but this one I actually presented the idea. To the her older express one. Herself. The other one was older. Was she like sixty something? Yeah. Okay. So this one was forty nine. She was. She's the baby of all of them, pretty much. So she's the youngest one. So, um, her herself is not actually Christian, from my understanding. So, um. 
she was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the grave thinking you're lying about the whole situations with all the boys. You were, the, you, the situation about them molesting you. Yeah, them touching and on so me. And so she, right. she's saying she's going to go to the grave thinking that you're lying. Right, because... that To me, that would have been the end of the conversation. But go ahead. <laughs> right. But she kept going on and on. And, but I, I was asking more questions, though, too. Because I knew that she felt that way already. So, um... She was like, the way... Because these are her sons. One of them is. Right, okay. Yeah. So, she was like, you moved in Katie and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. No, in fact, these were the sites. Boom, boom. And then she was like, oh, okay. And then she would add on something else. And then she got biblical out of nowhere. And it just got confusing. <laughs> and, she got biblical so she could come for us. Right. And I was just thinking to myself, I don't ever recall her ever really, like, caring about church that much. And my dad validated, like... He was like, oh, yeah, she's not a Christian, by the way. So that proves that. How are you going to bring up the Bible when you ain't a fucking Christian? Right. So we, she was like, my dad was like, wait, so you're saying that you don't believe in, quote, unquote, homosexuality in ZMIA because of the Bible, right? And she was running around. The but question. you're not homosexual. Right, exactly. She was running around a question, and then he was like, so it is biblical. And she was like, eventually she said yes. And what else did she say? She basically called Mia him. <laughs> she kept misgendering both of us. She called you she. She called me him. Then she called me Mike. And I wanted to say, bitch, that's not what my mama made. But reality didn't hit me that she did it on purpose. Because, you oh, know, I didn't like, want to call her bitch. Because, yeah. like, you know how you kind of give people a pass? When you have family, I mean, when they're family, you kind of like maybe you have to adjust to it. So there's a level of that that I understand at your right. age, not at mine. Right. So I don't do that at mine. <laughs> but at right. your age, I was I was like that. With right. my family, I gave certain people a pass. But I am not going to give you a pass when it comes to other people that I bring right. around. Like right. you can call me whatever you want, <laughs> but I'm not going to subject <laughs> The people that I brought in this space to your toxic ass. I'm just not. So, no, you're not going to disrespect. You can say whatever you want about me. You can call me her, da, 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 da. But you're not going to do that to the people who I brought in this space to meet my dad. Go ahead. Yeah. And it didn't hit me that she did it on purpose. So, she said that about me and I corrected her. I was like, her. And then she was like, and then she started referring her as him even more. And then she was like, I'm being disrespectful on purpose now. Now that you corrected me, I was like, but you called him him oh. before. You called her him before that. So. Oh, see. Yeah. That. Oh, I just. <laughs> so. I can't deal. I can't deal. So she's telling y'all in y'all face that she's being disrespectful to y'all on oh, purpose. Right. Y'all are. <laughs> Everybody's that. Everybody that was there was like, y'all are, y'all have so much self-discipline, which is actually my topic. But okay, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, how I set it up, though. I, I'm I'm the type to, to know what I'm getting myself into when I see what it is. But I didn't want people to think I was doing it on purpose, though. So <laughs> I really wanted to know. So basically, she just kept going on and on and on and on. And my daddy would, like, say certain stuff, too. So the conversation was going on even more. Her and my sister would talk, so it would go on even more. And so... What was, was just, the bot- the subject? Like, what was the subject? It the was subject, everywhere. The subject was... Ba- I was trying to get out 
how do you feel like my other auntie handled all of that well spreading drama like that and but she's not gonna think that your auntie was spreading drama she's gonna think that you are spreading lies so you because you're saying that my son molested you you are spreading the drama not the auntie who had a problem with this tranny shit that y'all got going on it's you saying that my son molested you and the reason why you're a tranny is because right that's exactly what she was saying too right the reason why you're this is because of this I was like do you ever consider that's why I didn't say anything and like I was basically giving her the reasoning why I exposed what I did because I didn't want her to think that it was what my the narrative my other aunt was trying to give that I was trying to cover up um all the tranny stuff all the prostitute stuff Uh because of them touching me like i was giving an excuse for this yeah i am a transsexual i am a prostitute because your son molested me right that's basically that's not my narrative right right so i was just trying to you know but she made it that she kept making it that way and then eventually i was just quiet and i would be sarcastic and we all kind of kiki at it and everybody would just like make faces at each other because it what was understood was understood at that point like nobody felt the need to really object after she kept going on and on and wasn't proving a point. But, she really made herself look so stupid. <laughs> and that's what was beautiful about it to me because if I would have interjected, she would have, like, they probably possibly could have given a pass to why she was needing to go further and further. And then they started to see how problematic it is to be that way towards trans folks because I was around only cis hetero people that kind of felt the same same way as things she was saying but because they was unsure about my situation or my reality i should say well i I feel like they co-opted your molestation with their judgment of your transness yeah this is my thing yeah i feel like why nobody in that space was calling her out about not believing you when you said they fucking touched me Mm -hmm. this is what they did and you're saying that you don't believe me your child touched me so why do you not believe me yeah that's where i'm i'm confused because i was like nobody because she didn't care that's why she was because we're on this public space Mm -hmm. with all the family around i have to protect my child and so what only way i can protect him is to bring up you're a trans and i don't believe in this and da 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 so i am i am gaslighting the whole situation Mm -hmm. and giving you a um what's it it's a red herring fallacy kind of like that where i'm Think, making think the situation into something than what it I can't is. remember. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about something else and give you the the, the attention to this, this, right. this, 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 this. So you want to focus on Because that. I know everybody else is like, might not be with this training right. shit. So let me bring this training shit into right. the space so I can judge and tell you that the, what the Bible says, even though I'm not a Christian. Tell you what the Bible says, right. tell you how I feel, tell you <laughs> da, 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 and still not getting down to the <laughs> root that your child was touching me. Right, and that's exactly why I didn't want to say something, and that's exactly whatever about the situation, because I knew what picture was trying to be painted, and it's easy to point the finger at me and make, and deem me crazy. When right. and like She was even questioning my relationship, my spiritual relationships with God and whatnot. She was like, I don't even know about you now, because I'm, and I'm just thinking like, wow, this lady might not even care like she do she study the bible like 
I don't know. Like she's it was not a Christian. Why yeah. would she? <laughs> Most of these motherfuckers don't. <laughs> right. So it was just like my daddy was like, nah, like you are tripping. He was saying that to her basically. And my sister was thinking I was trying to set up my aunt because I already she didn't have to say this, but I could tell by how she was acting. She was like, but why? She was asking why I brought it up to her. But she probably thought that I knew my aunt was ignorant and then decided to make her look crazy. But really, I wasn't. It was just like I really like I'm like, what's up? Like your energy is weird. And I'm calling you out on it. It was that type of thing. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> it was just it was. Well, just I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud because sometimes people don't have the courage to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, I'm. I just uh, this situation I, bothered me so much that it's like because mm, it's not your family. So that's what yeah. I wanted to hear from you. This you are coming into a space as a person that loves this man, mm-hmm. and so you're coming into space like any other cisgender couple when they come when a, a person comes into a family space where with of one of the, of one of the couples. Sometimes that can be uncomfortable. You know, when you are the spouse of uh, somebody or when you are the boyfriend of somebody or the girlfriend of somebody and you're coming into the space with your with your uh, significant other's family. Sometimes that can be uncomfortable. It You know, you're like, oh, I want to impress them. I want to be on my best behavior. I want to... Mm-hmm. But when you come in a space that is this violent, when you come into this space that is this disrespectful, when you come into a space that is this transphobic... How does that make you feel? Um, it made me feel like I was first of all because I had the same thing. Like, like for a whole week, I was like, "Oh my god, what should I wear?" Like that's what I was thinking. What should right. I wear? This is my first time meeting his his dad, and I want to make the first impression, like you said. And I want it to be perfect, and because they already got this whole story about um me making Z escort and. Uh, the whole tranny thing and they already got this whole drama about me so I want first of all which isn't true I want excuse me I wanted to make a, a better impression and show them who I am as a person because they didn't know who I was they just got information and took it and ran with it and so being in this space it, it was really really uncomfortable because I was like damn like I'm I'm I've already been through this already like I've already been through with your own family. with my own family. Right. I've already like this is done, and I already paid them. Fought dust. my fight, b- fought my battles, and, and did my things. Right, and everybody <laughs> trying to do. I already paid, my, and that's and this is exactly what I told them at the table. I was like, I already did this before, and some people you're not gonna be able to change their mind no matter what you say to them. It's like talking to a brick wall, and so. Like during the time while she was going off, his um his dad's wife took me upstairs and talked to me and basically let me know that basically this is what she's done and she did to them that to them and then she went off some more. So I um the his sister's boyfriend took me outside and talked to me and he didn't even know that I was trans until that moment and he was just like that's just crazy like I I want to speak up and say something but then I'll be then he would 
take me out of my character and he was like i if <clears throat> i wouldn't even if this was um his girlfriend he was saying if this was my girlfriend i wouldn't even allow that to happen he was like i don't even let her daughter raise her voice at her because i don't raise my voice at her so basically saying i wouldn't have allowed this to happen and i hate that you have to go through this because it's so disrespectful like he was like i it took me a while to learn what man um mankind is you be kind to every person and he was like i used to be homophobic but but when i started cutting hair i realized these these gay men that i had this problem with were just cool and they all weren't trying to just be up on me and stuff he's like he was like it gave me a different perspective and he just kept apologizing me like i would look over at him and he would word i'm sorry like i would see him say i'm sorry and while this while, while she while, was talking while it's happening so what type of stuff was she saying or just misgendering yeah what? she was like uh mike or mia and um basically um so being disrespectful yeah just being disrespectful call me the wrong so pronoun made you not leave no at the first time she called me the wrong the first time she came for me i got up and i was about to leave and z's father was like me and mia sit down so i sat mm-hmm. back down and i was like okay <laughs> mm-hmm. let's let's deal with this and i i tr- while she was trying to talk to me as if i was invisible talk about me while i was in the room as if I was invisible, I I addressed her and she was like, oh no, this isn't between you and me. This is between me. I'm talking to my family. I'm talking to my family right now. And I was like, but I'm talking to you. And she uh, basically ignored me and kept going on on and on and on this whole theory about how um, she was like, she made an example. She looked at um, Z's sister and her, um, his, uh, her girl, Z's sister and, her boyfriend and was like you see how hugged up they are if y'all were like that in my y'all couldn't do that in my house y'all wouldn't be y'all wouldn't be able to do that and basically oh you're not a um, why they wouldn't be able to do that them no we wouldn't oh y'all wouldn't, me and right. z and um she basically said that me and him weren't allowed at his um at his grandma's house together z could come but i couldn't come um what else did she say she was just she was just reading the whole entire time saying that um basically um you're you're a man and she, and i'm a man and z's a woman i was born with a penis she, she he was born with a pussy and so what's the problem if you're a christian bitch what's the problem what what really is the problem so um if that's if you think of it like that if you think of it in terms in terms of what we were born as then we're really not what's really the doing problem? anything we're doing the same thing that you motherfucker doing if we if we want to be that technical if you want to be if you want to be right so what's the problem ho <laughs> and so, so my thing is why didn't you leave after the multiple times? I did. I got up and I went upstairs, but I uh-huh. could still hear this. I could still hear her going like she would specifically say stuff about me and knowing that I could hear her. So I was like, okay, I calm down. So this is really violent. So Z, yeah, knowing that you, this is a really violent situation. Why would you subject Mia to that? To what? This whole situation. Who not now that well, you I'm not, not knowing you not knowing where it's going like initially i could see somebody getting one or two things off the disrespect but once it got to a certain level why would you leave her in that situation you being it's your family so mm-hmm. you can take it because this is i'm just gonna deal with it mm-hmm. but you know you have your girl here 
why would you leave her in that situation? I was correcting the lady and then other people around me could sense it. Like she was taken outside by my sister's boyfriend. My daddy was had his wife go talk to her. And, you know, mm-hmm. in a way he was helping me protect her, too. So it was but she a, wasn't being protected, though. Yeah, but I guess it was a selfish move. But I did. I wanted to know where it was at. It was I should have probably should have talked to her in private. I didn't think about that aspect. I really didn't. But I'm talking about in the moment. Like, I can oh. understand you want to talk. But in the moment where, okay, I am seeing that my girlfriend, who is a trans woman, mm-hmm. is being to this level disrespected mm-hmm. mo- continuously. The first mm-hmm. time a motherfucker get disrespectful, okay. But if if she literally says, I am doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. And continues to do it on purpose. This level of violence. What? Why does it not trigger in your mind? I really got to get my girl out of this situation because this is a total different level of disrespect. I don't know. Like, cause I felt I was thinking about I was taking a lot of that personal too. So it's kind of like, but I was, like I said, like we talked about, uh-huh. this is your family. So like we, like I said, I know I've been in a situation where. I'm being disrespected and misgendered with my family. Mm-hmm. But this is not her family. Right. I know. But I'm saying I don't know because I was more so thinking about myself. Like I was more so because I was taking those. I was getting that's like that's the first time. Like that's when I started to correct her. And that's when it was kind of like, all right, these need to stop. But she just kept on going on and on. And then my daddy, they started to get it on different topics. So it kind of was like all over the place. So it was kind of like the disrespect wasn't the disrespect was constant and on. But I don't know. I really don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, you got to think about that. Like that's yeah. something that you can't be selfish about. Mm-hmm. When you have her in a situation where she's being disrespected mm-hmm. on that kind of level, you have to get her out of there. And I would expect the same thing from you if your family is disrespecting him. I would never. I would never. It's it's just that is self care. Like, I understand mm-hmm. you dealing with it, but you can't bring other people along and expect them. Because if she was anywhere a different mm-hmm. person than Mia. Then, then I was today. Like, um, a Mia, then I, that back then, Mia, because mm-hmm. this, this ties into my topic, self-discipline. Mm-hmm. The, me allowing that this whole situation to take place and not saying anything and not going off tied a lot into my self-discipline and the reason why I wanted to make that my topic was because I've gotten myself in so many close calls because I I didn't display enough self-discipline for myself Mm -hmm. and I, I was like you know what Mia just not don't say anything but if I had been anything like I was back then I would have went off and thought about it tomorrow and it and to be honest it really has bothered me like i i i think about her going off like every day being allowed the freedom to go off to go me. off and because i can't say that me this is me today mm-hmm. there is no way i'm going to sit now i can't say that i would twirl your auntie <laughs> i can't say that because out of love for my man, the love for the person that I'm here with, I can't say that I will twirl her. 
she will be close. Like she, she, <laughs> it will be right there on the tip of my fingers to twirl. But because on the strength of me loving you and not wanting this situation to become physically violent, because it's already violent, to become physically violent, I don't want to say that I would twirl her, but there is no way I am sitting in a space where somebody comes out of their mouth and say they disrespecting me on purpose. And I'm just going to sit there. Honestly, my dad started going in on her after that. So it was kind of like, you remember, like he was like, why can't you just call him him and her her and then it was and she like, paid your father does yeah, like, and interrupted him and continued going off i would have went out to the car like <laughs> i wouldn't have wanted to stop the situation i wouldn't have wanted to stop the situation in regards to he wants to be here with his family but i would have said hey dad <laughs> it was so nice meeting you Mm-hmm. It is so nice meeting you and you seem like a great person and I appreciate it. But this situation right here, I'm being disrespected on purpose in my face and I will beat the shit out of your sister. Baby. Oh. I will literally beat the shit out of her. And because I'm outnumbered, because all of y'all are on her team, because this is y'all family. So I know that I'm not I'm not going to win. I will mace this whole house out of fear and where everybody out baby but before i do that i'm gonna say it is nice to meet you z you (laughs) deal with your motherfucking family and let them disrespect you on your time but i'm about to go sit in the car when you you don't gotta go now but when you're ready to go i'll be in the car on my phone don't take too long or i'm out of this motherfucker but we know how diamond would have handled it can't say that I would have tore her. I can't say that I wouldn't. <laughs> but there ain't no way a motherfucker come out of their mouth and say, I'm disrespecting you on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's different when a motherfucker slip up. But no, she said, I'm 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 directly throwing jabs. I'm throwing jabs I, on purpose. On purpose. There's no way I'm gonna sit in a space where a motherfucker says that because my not my ego, my pride, my everything would have been in me. Or I would have been so disrespectful back that it would be no the, no elsewhere where we could go except for twirl. <laughs> but she came into she came in like she knew where it was going. I think she knew where it was going to go because she as soon as she sat down she spoke to Z sister and was like, "You see, you uh, my my grandma always my mother always told me you have to be aware of your surroundings. You see this room? I see so many weapons." And then she got to talking about their past and how the women I in their family. Have, I would have been threatened. Like physically threatened, and for me that triggers me. <laughs> like when you when you call me to the mat, it's different if we just talking and we. Just, I didn't see it. We're sparring. That. We're if you say it's so many weapons, that is a physical threat. You think so? Yeah, why not? No, I mean, why is she scoping the weapons? No, because shit, they was on the top. Because I like I kind of brought it. up. I was kind of like, wait, so they used to fight people, and then she was all like, yeah, Big Mama kind of taught me. To be aware of weapons, you know, you see this around here. I see all type of weapons, but, but I didn't she see is it saying it. Mia clearly until took until Mia it that pointed way. out. Yeah, yes, you I, might but, not because yeah, it's your yeah. family. You're right, but for me, I would have took that as a threat. <laughs> Like you're saying, oh, I, you know how many weapons is around here? <laughs> I, I clocked it, and then and you I go into I'm, un, to, I'm disrespecting, disrespecting you on purpose, yeah. and da 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 da. You have made it to a such a physically violent place 
that there ain't no way I'm sitting in this space because I'm going to bust this bitch in her mouth. It's not, you're not going to sit in my face and say that you're disrespecting me on purpose, calling me Mike, Mia, Mike, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're saying he on accident one or two times. Da, 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 da. I can sit and be quiet. But you literally are saying, I am doing on this. I'm pushing your button because, bitch, you ain't going to do shit. That's basically what she was saying. That's basically what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And so me, I can't be in a space like that because the way my pride is set up, I'm going to rear up. And I might not twirl you, but ain't no way my mouth is not going to say, oh, I'm not worried about you tired ass bitch. Something. I'm going to have to disrespect you on the same level that you're disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Something. Mm-hmm. There has to be something. And especially if my whoever I'm I'm with is sitting there and letting it happen. Not letting it happen in regards to not letting it happen, but you're sitting here forcing me to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I was forcing you? I don't feel like no I I I don't feel like you were forcing me, but I didn't feel like we were leaving anytime soon. <laughs> like she literally went off for like almost an hour plus because it was light outside when she started and it was dark when she ended. <laughs> wait, and, wait, wait. And the fact that this, you're forcing me not by force in regards to like you holding me down or saying no, yeah. don't go. Not but that. I, I, I really, force in regards to you have created by bringing up this topic, you have created an unsafe space for both of us. And I'm not going to leave you in this space by yourself. No, but I felt like this was a a space for Z to like heal. Like I felt like that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to heal. And I was like, uh, me thinking, I was like, okay, if I leave, then he's going to be by himself. And And, And so to me, that feels like a force because this is unsafe. This is not going anywhere. We are being disrespected. So it's no longer a space of healing. Mm -hmm. Like when we, when we're having a normal, back and forth conversation and talking about it and it's going someplace where we're healing and we're understanding each other that's when it's a space of healing but when it's going to y'all said it was all over the place mm-hmm. it's going all it over went the place to, it, it's going all to disrespect, disrespect. she know going- that both of us was interracial she said uh, she's not a fan of interracial couples and she knows she said she don't agree with them she doesn't agree with them yeah. right but i mean that's the same thing not yeah really. so- so whatever you're disrespecting everybody on so many levels so for me this is no longer a healing space this is actually hurting space yeah Mm -hmm. and why are we not leaving it's time to go but i'm being forced to sit here because now it's an unsafe space and i don't want to leave you that's why i think of force Mm. so there ain't no way that she would not have been disrespected by me once you say out of your mouth it's on purpose i'm gonna i'm reading you and it might be in a smart aleck oh we going here okay well that's fine <laughs> now i'm gonna use my mouth to wear you out because i can't physically fight you because i know this can turn real ugly i might i can't say that i don't know because when it's different when a motherfucker say they purposely doing it mm-hmm. because that means you're trying me you're calling me to the mat and i can't control that anger in me yet <laughs> I can't control that. And I would feel so to a, a whole different different level. So if your goal was to say, this is my test of self-discipline, you pass with an A+. That's I what everybody say, told me. That I, was my I, test. I can't say that I would be the same way. 
Not that. Not in that situation. Because I'm in a house of people that I don't know. I'm going to have the fear of a fucking raccoon in a corner. Mm -hmm. Because, but the anger of a fucking lion. Baby, I was. My pussy was on. I don't think my pussy's ever been there on fire before. It had been dropped over a a, a pot of lava and smothered... (laughs) It, it was no resurrection. It was gone. It it was because, no return. Because did you get any healing? I didn't know. Not at no, all. No, it sounded like it was just harm. Mm-mm. Right? See? I mean, I really wasn't offended by any of Like, I was offended when she... I only got offended when she started misgendering Mia for some reason. Mm-hmm. But and you didn't I get any healing, her. though. I'm not going to say that I didn't. What did you get? <laughs> like basically it made me realize that my intuition was right and that i i'm so glad from protecting myself from them people that i like i they used to try to make my dad feel guilty about moving us to katie and whatnot and then i would feel guilty about it but now i don't feel guilty at all like i don't regret anything that i've done to protect myself in the past and me i had such a strong sense of self when i went into that conversation I was pretty much unmoved by it when she was misgendering me and saying all of this negative stuff and wasn't getting to the point. Like what was understood was understood in there. This is the the person that is the it factor right now. I wasn't the it factor. Mm -hmm. Her going on and on about that was like gagging us all. It was kind of like, oh, they will help me get out of the situation. You didn't gag your sister. Yeah, my sister, my sister, I don't know what to think about. She was saying that she was saying that why would I lie about it? She she agrees with me on, on the terms of that. Of course she does, because they was touching her too. But you could tell that she's more so on agreements, like in an agreement with her, but she don't really know what to think. Or them in general, they're all confused because she even brought up one of the points that my sister made um, when... She was saying, like, my sister said to her that she don't know why my niece... Why I want my niece to call me he and him and deflecting and back to the trans. You know, stuff. she was like Issa said. Oh, she was like Issa said <laughs> that I we don't know. I mean, Issa said that you said that you wanted your niece to call you something else and blah blah blah. And I was just like, oh, okay, so y'all all been having a conversation. So like, I'm still kind of like on the rocks about my sister right now, and I haven't really been talking to her because like she went in on me too. She was basically trying to say that I had daddy issues. That's why I escorted. I sound like one of those people that got daddy issues. All of that. So, like, she was like, you're trying to say I got to be on the grind, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, wow. like. And then, like, then they use, then they try to say, oh, you say you want surgeries, but God made you this way. Like, any way people, she didn't say that, but any way people try to use your transness to harm you. And me already knowing that. I saw it for what it was when my aunt started doing that. I was like, okay, this conversation isn't really... But, like, she would say something else, and I would play fun with her. I would poke at it. But I really was only thinking about myself now that I recall. I really didn't really think about Mia, but I just corrected her pronouns. But, like, that's it. Like, 
I don't know, like, I, like, cause me, her, she was where Mia was at, but like closer. So it, I was just looking at her, and she was emphasizing on how much it was a conversation between me and her. And then Mia would try to interject and would be like, "Wait, but you're talking about about me?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, but you're talking about her. You can't get mad." And I would start talking to Mia, and I'd be like, and then she'll try to talk to me, and I was like, "You, this is a conversation between me and Mia." Like it became a joke after a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she ultimately but. made herself look dumb because everybody outside of her, everybody at the table was like, wow, like you're really going off. Like you sound so ignorant right now. And then her la- the ending of her rant was you should respect people if you want to be respected. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just like a really weird situation. It was like really weird. Like, after that, I was like, I don't know what just happened. Because the energy got relaxed after a while. Like, the energy got relaxed. Well, to me, I don't know about for Mia, because she was upset. But the energy got more relaxed. Because, like, everybody was kind of like, wow, this lady is so... Like, because I was putting her in a corner a lot. Like, to where her points didn't make sense. So... She would just try to keep adding on stuff. It was just weird. It was just weird. Like I don't know, man. I don't know. It's kind of like I like I almost wish I would have recorded it. <laughs> like I was like, why didn't I think of recording it? But what was also interesting was like I tried to confirm what she said about my grandma saying me and Mia can't come anymore as a couple. Mm-hmm. And you know, I called up my grandma. I was like, hey, you know, I know I'm pretty sure you've been hearing everything. So like, are me and my girlfriend still allowed over? And she was like, no, but you can come by yourself. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. Have a nice day. And you have a nice day too. Okay, bye. Like it was. Oh, so she confirmed that right. Mia can't come. Right. Okay. So, all right. so I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna come at all. Like, okay, you said that. All right, I'm. It's no need to talk about it no more. Like, it's no need to. Like, don't be surprised if I don't want to come alone. Like, that's mm-hmm. just where I'm at with it. Like, you saying that. So basically, <laughs> like, how can? Is it still love if you're just accepting me because you're a part of my family? No. Not I'm, to me. I'm just ask the question again. <laughs> is it still love if you're just accepting me because you're my family? If you weren't my family, it's like you a could tolerating thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the tolerating. It's, but is it thing. still love? To me, no. I think it's a tolerance. <laughs> like what Diamond was saying earlier, it's a tolerance to me. No, no, I don't. I'm not fucking with people that's like that. That's toxic. Right. Just like Z was saying earlier. Sometimes <laughs> motherfuckers got, got you gotta get them out of your life and they draw the line in the sand where it's no longer a learning moment mm-hmm. stop giving mother i think chan said it the other day he was watching a po- podcast and he was like stop arguing with motherfuckers who are invested to not understand you anyway right mm-hmm. true yeah, stop some, some arguing with motherfuckers who neither are invested in your care or in the well-being of you and your soul and your heart and everything else. Stop. I know sometimes it's hard because people are family and we have this romanticized sense of family. Mm-hmm. But if they are proven time and time again that they are not on your side that that blood shit they don't give a fuck 
Yeah, I had, I had. You something. can't give a fuck about the blood if they don't give a fuck about the blood. Oh, glory, hallelujah, let's talk about the blood. That blood ain't working both ways like it's supposed to. Like when we say, you know, that's my blood. I'm going to take care of them. And another, the motherfucker that I'm talking about is my blood is not saying the same thing about me when it's trying to take care of me. Right. Do you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not invested in you and invested in this romanticized idea of blood is thickening in water and da-da-da-da-da-da, which we know is not true, um, if they're not invested in that same way that you are, then they don't deserve your loyalty. It goes back to what I said was one of my highlights. If they're not invested in taking mm-hmm. care of you in the same way that you think about them, they don't deserve your loyalty. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve your energy. They don't deserve your space. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve your time. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve your time to hear their explanation. Because all she did, even though you wanted to get to the bottom of the line, all mm-hmm. she, all you did was open up a door for her to disrespect you and her. Mm-hmm. I understand wanting to get, but you have to want to get. Like you, you talk about your dad. <clears throat> your dad sounds like an intelligent person that you can talk about and talk about things mm-hmm. even if he don't understand all of it mm-hmm. you can discuss it and understand and right. go back and forth like that because mm-hmm. it's a safe space because he's open to understanding i might not get everything but mm-hmm. i'm trying to get there mm-hmm. she has no intention of getting there at all right so you asking her the questions it, it just creates an unsafe space for you. Yeah, I didn't know, though. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Because, like, she grew up, like, like the last aunt actually wasn't one of my favorite aunts. But this aunt used to actually take care of me. Like, I used to be with her the most. Besides this one that we're aunt. talking about? Yeah, like, uh-huh. she was somebody who I thought, like, she was saying that she loved me. She cared for me. She started crying in the midst of it and everything. Blah, blah. So it was kind of, so it was kind of like that's when my empathetic little strings came Empathy. out and I <laughs> and I tried to be understanding until I reflected on it and just like you said I I even tweeted I was like you can't keep wasting your breath on people that want to misunderstand you like and I said something similar to that which is funny but like she wants to misunderstand about the trans stuff and i realized that's what happens with my sister too like i even told her to listen to the podcast and she was like no i don't want to listen to it like something along there and i was like they don't want to know they just want me there and they want to gaslight you you are lying you are a girl (laughs) you're lying this trans shit is not the truth that's not you Mm -hmm. um you're just crazy you got some issues you got daddy issues (laughs) you're trying to say that my son molested you he did not just blame your crazy daddy issues this training shit on that (laughs) don't try to blame it on um molesting you that's not what it could let me not hold my sons accountable for the bullshit that they did when i can just sit here and claim that you just crazy you crazy you clearly you crazy you're changing your body to be a fucking man and you a woman clearly you crazy right that's i'm not trying to understand you Mm -hmm. i'm telling you what i believe because you clearly can't tell because you're young and ain't lived life i'm gonna tell you what i know (laughs) to be true about you trans motherfuckers even though i don't know no trans motherfuckers (laughs) let me tell you wait but she says she know a lot of even though we're not gay she says she know a lot of a lot of gay people and And when they say that they don't know shit 
right? That don't mean nothing. Because they putting us in the same box as gay folks. She, mm-hmm. Right. She said all of them have been touched on before. I was like, wow. And clearly you don't know shit. <laughs> Right. Yo, so, I just, well, I just want, I honestly need healing from this, cause like this situation has bothered me, and it, it, like it, like to, even though I said it, it gave it, it like I had a lot of self discipline, it has really bothered me to sit there and let somebody disrespect, disrespect me for like that I, is trauma. I, like it's, it's really bothered me, babe. Mm-hmm. That's you trauma. Feel, okay, so what was the difference between the other aunt? The difference between her and the other aunt, I was able to go off on her, <laughs> but respectfully, the the other aunt wouldn't allow me to. Mm. Yeah. Because we were in his in your father's house, she she wouldn't directly say anything to me, which is pussy. She would talk to you indirectly so that I can hear her, but she was talking to me. So she wouldn't share a conversation. She wouldn't address me. So I couldn't go off on her, even if I wanted to, in that space. Yeah. Watch how we talk about pussy. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Is that a trigger moment? No, I'm just saying, just calling somebody like a week. Oh, it's calling them pussy, pussy to be. To equivalent to, 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 to being weak is horrible. Not cute. Right. But. Sh- Okay, so <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weak so. ass move. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. I know is that won't happen again. Oh no, like, I know it's not like, gonna happen again. Like As a unit, that was again. the third time, try, the second time trying my my pussy, and bitch, the third time is a charm. Right. That's gonna be all she wrote. There ain't gonna be no respect. I'm not gonna think of nothing else but that. All I'm gonna think about is that the second the second person that tried me, now all of a sudden y'all gonna everybody's gonna think that I'm that girl that everybody can talk bad to. And if you listening, wait, let me let me say this. Uh-huh. And if you listen, if the third time pop off, understand that she got people and I'm already ready to bash our hoes. Uh- <laughs> I'm already ready to bash every motherfucking body in the situation with no remorse because I don't give y'all ain't my family. I, don't, I ain't seen none of y'all so I don't gotta care at all and I will roll up so fucking quick and y'all don't even know who the fuck I am and just get to beating hoes ass so understand that oh uh, y'all this so the holidays were interesting right that's why that's another reason why I was like ooh uh, I don't wanna it's supposed to be a holiday my daddy just told me he getting his kids from El Salvador over here now and I'm just like oh it's supposed to be a Happy time. But right. after she was going in, I was like, okay, this has gone down the drain. Mm. <laughs> Let me just be quiet. Okay, wait, no, no. Mia is a her. Okay. But I honestly, <laughs> but like I stated, I got to figure out a way to heal from this. Yeah. I just, I don't know I think if I need to run both. or what I got to do, but that is, that really bothered me. Yeah, it should have. We both have to find. So, what do we take away from this particular uh, Auntie Two Point (laughs) Oh? I really, I've really come to realize, like, okay, discipline. You can speak on that. Um. Okay, so I will say I held a lot of discipline in this regard, but also what I learned from this is that even though you do you are supposed to have some self-discipline don't let it be something that is going to self-harm you because I, there's you only left the situation i'm mm-hmm. sorry I, that's just me yeah real you should have you should have left the situation since he wanted to 
to get what he needed from her. You once the dis- the on purpose disrespect stop, I would have said, "Hey, I'm gonna sit out in the car," and that's your self care in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you left the first time, I didn't be like, "Stay." Like I was just like, "Okay, she leaving." Then you came back. I was like, oh, "Okay." I came she back came. because okay. I kept hearing her <laughs> say shit directly about me because she knew I could hear her. Mm. Mm, I wouldn't even that's crazy I gotta work on that well I, I take that from there I gotta work on listening for all ears in the moment listening as far as what all I, ears can are. I be honest babe I honest I feel like you thought you you were in a moment where this is my elder mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let them say whatever because I don't want to disrespect them they did instill that into me mm-hmm. they did instill that into me a lot I'm not going to lie. I had to so, unlearn that. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to unlearn that just because you are elder, you don't get my fucking respect. You mm-hmm. just like I you just like you tell me I got to earn respect. You got to earn it, too. I don't care if you 87 mm-hmm. or two. Yeah. Whatever it is, there has to be a earning. You have to earn respect for me. You don't just get it. And when you specifically say I'm disrespecting, you're going to get the same disrespect back. I learned that from my grandmother. My mm. grandmother used to wear me out, and I had this feeling like, oh, my God, you're my elder. I can't call you. I can't call you a bitch. I can't call you any names. I got to sit here and take you calling me fags, take you calling me all this shit, and I can't say nothing? Like, it was an incident. My mom, my grandmother, um, so I was supposed to wash the dishes. I was playing a video game. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't, when you when I say I'm 18, sometimes that can give the impression that, oh, you're young, you're living in the adult people house. But you got to understand that my, the adult people that I were living in the house with, they were all adult fiends. And so I was working and I was paying bills. <laughs> paying a lot of bills mm-hmm. not just oh I paid a lot bill like I'm paying rent so there mm-hmm. a lot of times motherfuckers is living off of me I'm mm-hmm. not just living in their house as a child mm-hmm. so that was a different dynamic so I was playing a game and she wanted me to wash the dishes I told her that I would wash the dishes so in this moment I didn't stop I kept on playing the game because y'all ain't nobody cooking. Ain't nobody about to do nothing. I'm just chilling. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll get to it. But she get to going off about y'all just sitting around this motherfucking house and I'm not cleaning. And so was I wrong because I was waiting a long time to wash the dishes? Cool. I was wrong. Great. You know, <laughs> I, I can say that. Yeah. I can say that. So I wasn't I wasn't mad about that. So she so she's going off. I say, okay. I put the game on pause and I go and start washing the dishes. Mm. So to me, I'm washing the dishes. So at that point, you good. You need to stop. Right. Like being extra and stopping. That's and that needs to stop because I'm in here washing the dishes. Right. So she keeps going and she's drunk and going off. And I, all the fags I know. Uh- all the fags I know is clean. How the fuck you a fag and you ain't want to clean up? Uh, I'm like, okay. So uh, I'm 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 being cool. And I look at my mother and I'm like, mm, 
I'm like, there'll be too many more fries. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I'm like, I'm wa- all right. I say, all right. I'm washing the dishes. We good. I'm washing the dishes, baby. She continue and continue, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I just blow up. <laughs> oh my god. And I go into you old, decrepit, dusty ass dolphin bitch. Don't <laughs> fucking fag me down, motherfucker. Like you, you, I just start just everything <laughs> that you had been bottled up. That just I have bottled up, bitch. You're <laughs> fucking. If you want to talk about what a motherfucker do, what kind of mothers abandon their kids to psychotic motherfucking grandmothers just to go chase dick, you raggedy ass bitch. <laughs> And so, so backstory is my mother, my grandmother gave my mother to her mother who was violently, um, she was schizophrenic and she was violent, like so violent that she would hang her grandchildren up on a cross and beat them with a water hose. So this is the kind of life that my mother was put into because my grandmother didn't do her mothering right. So. Every time you tell me that, I gag. You not gonna fucking sit here and fag me down, and I'm not gonna say anything back to you. You not gonna disrespect me, and I have to sit here and earn. You have, and I have to sit here and deal with it. And you're not earning respect back for me by not disrespecting me, disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. And so my mother, even this is the first time me and my mother got into it. So when I said all of this cr- this shit. You know that's mm-hmm. triggering because it's real life shit. <laughs> my mother said, "You need to watch your motherfucking mouth talking to my mother like that." Oh. And so I tell my mother, "Then you need to tell your mother shut the fuck up." Oh. <laughs> talking to me and fagging me down cuz I'm not going to be too many more motherfucking fags. I and at this point in my life I had never talk to my mother in this tone or range or anything like that. That sounds like so twirling world. So she was gagged. And so my grandmother said, and you can get the fuck up out of my house. I'm not leaving a motherfucking place. Give me my motherfucking money back that I paid that light bill, that I paid that rent. Give me my motherfucking money back. When you do that, then I'll get the fuck up out of here. Right. And so I go to the so I go to the room and I'm I'm, I actually I did want to leave because it was I like getting out of situations when mm-hmm. it's heated I like to leave mm-hmm. so I'm getting my purse da, 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 so I'm mad and I'm kind of shuffling stuff around like oh like let me get this <laughs> let me get that my mother comes in now I hadn't got a whooping from my mother in years because I'm I'm grown at this point like I'm grown <laughs> I'm 18 I, I actually was 19 mm-hmm. and she she comes in the room um, if you slam one more motherfucking thing, I'm going to whoop your ass. I say, really calm. I take a <laughs> clock. Is this clock that I had on the ground? I pick it up. And I said, do you really think that I'm going to let you whoop my ass? And I take the clock and slam it up against the wall. <laughs> and she sees that I'm serious. Because that day, I can't. I never had fought my mother. Never. But your pussy was on. But that day, she would have got twirled. <laughs> That day, I was already over my limit. And so that's why I did that. Where, and once she saw what I, because I never disrespected my mom like this, ever. So once she saw that I was there, she left the room. Like, oh. Okay, girl. You fired. (laughs) 
This bitch almost six two, and I'm five two. <laughs> let, me, let me think about let that one. I'll be back. That. Let me go back. So I get my shit, and I'm leaving the house. And so she pulls up next to me um, in a van, and she done pulled up next because I'm walking to my cousin um, Bonnie Louise house. And she pulls up next to me in the van. I don't went into story mode. <laughs> and she pulls up next to me, and she was like, "If you don't get your motherfucking ass back in the house, I'm not gonna fuck with you no more." And I say, "Bitch, you stopped fucking with me back when you turned into a dolphin in '91." Ah. Uh. So don't tell me you gonna stop fucking with me, cause bitch, you been abandoning us, bitch. And you know these are triggering words. I saw her pussy. <laughs> and so she started crying. She Aww. parked the van, started crying because I'm already in my mo. Like you motherfuckers are misgendering me. You motherfuckers are fagging me down. I've been a girl since I was 13, living my life like this. So now y'all ain't got to the fucking point. Y'all ain't got to the point to not disrespect me like this. Right. So y'all ain't never gonna fucking learn. So this mm. this respect that I give y'all because y'all taught me to respect you as my mother, respect you as my grandmother, respect my elders. Y'all not even gonna give me the respect for myself and this is who I am. Y'all don't fucking deserve it at all. And so I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna open up wounds that I didn't get to fucking talk about out of respect for y'all motherfuckers mm, and i wanted to say so much back to them too like it was so much i could have threw back at them to saying like like to open up uh-huh <laughs> there's so much because i could have said but i decided not to out be- of morals and because <laughs> the shit that y'all are saying i can pop it with a fucking pen it's so full of bullshit and air that it has no meat to it. What I'm going to say, it's going to have some meat to it, bitch. You're going to be able to fucking, oh, this is a, this a hi-yah. Man, a karate chop. This is a motherfucking machete on because it's Ooh. real shit. I'm a child of Ogun to the heart. It's real Man. shit. People can't take that, though. And you can't take real shit. And that's why the room got silent. When I said that about my grandmother, the room was like, <gasps> You really tried it. The air sucked out of the room like, because this is true tea. You can call me a fag. Motherfuckers been calling me a fag since I was fucking five. That don't do nothing. That don't do nothing. Call me a fag all you want. Yeah, It it makes me angry, but... Was making me angry. It's whack. It's whack. It's the fact that the fag is coming from you, bitch. Right. The sorry ass mama. <laughs> and it's coming from you, bitch, the sorry ass dolphin mama. You drunk ass bitch to abandon your kids. How the fuck you gonna tell me how to be a fucking man and you ain't even can't even be a fucking woman or mother to your kids? Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Right. That's what triggers me. And because Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Most of my family don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I know all the tea. When I come in my family spots, they don't give me none of that. Now, because we done been through the fire. We done uh, been through the fire where I'm like, no, I'm not going to sit in this space and let y'all you disrespect, disrespect me. me baby. I'm not. Because I'm going to, this mouth, this mouth is going to get, I ain't even got to twirl you. I, this mouth can actually harm you It's going to make you want to twirl me. Because if I fight you, then everybody like, ah, then we going to get violent and it's going to go crazy. But if I give you true tea, these slices and these <laughs> daggers that everybody know, my uncle fucking JR that molested my mother. Yeah, you should fucking touch my mother. How the fuck you going to talk about you don't like homosexual when you molesting little girls, little five, seven-year-old girls, bitch? You can't say shit about me. What? Yeah. 
Right. right. <laughs> and they all know it. And you motherfuckers didn't say shit about this motherfucker molesting them. Man, see. But see, that's how I was with my family too. Mm-hmm. The see, same way. Too. And 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 that's why they they don't play with me either. Mm-hmm. That's why. But you have to set like what Diamond is saying, you have to sometimes you have to give people what they give you. Yeah, mm-hmm. set those and you you have to dagger their motherfucking ass. You got to because they're going to keep trying you. It's like it's it's from some fucking but I don't I'm the type to not want to tolerate and tolerate them at all ever again but you saying you went around your family again and they don't fuck with you like me I don't want to be around them ever again (laughs) so why I don't know so it's it's different it's very different for a trans person and I'm not no oh no you too young to understand it's Mm. not like that it's just I've lived a life to where being trans can be really isolating. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I don't I don't have anybody in my life but these people to turn to. Oh, so understand true. that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I was homeless and needed a place to stay and needed a couch to sleep on for maybe mm-hmm. a week to get somewhere else and my homophobic aunt or not not homophobic. She's not homo well she's all of those things but she might misgender me, but you can come in and get you something to eat. You can come in and sleep on the couch. She's not going to turn you away, but I might not call you Diamond. I might call you your old name. I'm not going to turn you away, but you see what I'm saying? It was, it's a double-edged sword, but that's what that's mm. what transness for my life has translated anyway, even mm. with the men that I dated. Oh, I can give you the money for your rent, but you can't come stay with me because my family ain't going, um, my family is not down with this shit mm. and they don't know. You see what I'm saying? Mm. That dichotomy, that where I can help you in this way, but I can't help you in this way. And because I didn't have anybody else, I had to choose the little scraps that I got. I couldn't set boundaries about how you were supposed to love me because I was in such dire situations that I had to just take what I could get. I couldn't set boundaries on how you could respect me. I couldn't say you can't misgender me or or you're not going to be around me because I didn't have a place to go. So I couldn't set these boundaries or these rules like I can when I have the power of stability, when I have the power of having my own thing. Back then, I just didn't have the power in the relationship to be able to set the standard, to set what my expectations of how somebody was supposed to treat me because I was trans. Trans and in poverty. So you either take these scraps or get nothing. Take this half-assed love from men or get nothing. Take this fucking misgendering, disrespect of your name, disrespect of your identity, or get nothing. That was the only choices. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes you may not have lived yet long enough to be in a situation where those are the only people that you got to help you. Mm -hmm. So, for example, say that you and Mia break up. Mm -hmm. Y'all live together now. Who is your support system if something happened where you ain't got no job, you ain't got nowhere to go? Where you going to go? Either. First, I'm going to try to get some money. But either my mama, my daddy, or my sister. Right. 
And you just said you your sister's on some fuck shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes you you don't have anybody else because the world is so violent. Right. You. It, it can force you in situations where, you know, I have to choose from either my family or my pimp. Or I could cho- have to choose between my dope man mm-hmm. or my sister who ain't who misgendered you see what i'm saying it's so mm-hmm. many because of how our life is and how the society is we i, I had to choose to do, to be with the family that at least remotely kind of care where mm-hmm. i can be with somebody who was totally don't care at all mm-hmm. so that's yeah. why i still fuck with them yeah, yeah and so i just had to train them like you do a dog like <laughs> a fucking dog like hey you gonna know that i'm when you touch me i bite back i zap you when you do something to me, um, I'm not just going to ride it out. It's going to be a dagger that I'm going to throw at you to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And we're, and everybody. Pain uh, is the greatest motivator. <laughs> everybody in my family is twirlers. So it it's not about. That don't always work with them. That actually does a disservice. When you twirl somebody in my family, it doesn't do anything but make y'all twirl every time y'all see each other. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. But the dagger that you can throw with the real shit. Mm-hmm. It's something that can get they respect you because ooh you fighting back in a different way. <laughs> it's different when I we throwing hands. I can be I can th- violence I can, violence dumbs it down. Yeah, because it's like oh I don't like you. We are gonna fight. We gonna fight. But you're not gonna go nowhere. Right. We're just gonna be fighting all the time. But if I spill tea and let you know that you are dumbfounded right now mm-hmm. and you don't have no place and you're not on this high throne that you think you are, you're not. you gag. You gag and it's like ooh a humbling twirl, <laughs> a humbling. T- tongue lashing <laughs> it just changes the game and for me in my particular family i don't know how it works with other people but in my particular family it changed how they engage with me it changed how just everything about the situation mm-hmm. so <sighs> i think we had a show that is. <laughs> <laughs> well y'all definitely got some tea this holiday so um yeah Happy New Year, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you let your family run over y'all. Um, make sure that you, you're in a hostile place. Get out of it. Baby, yeah. ASAP. ASAP. Um, if you got your folks in a hostile place, get them out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and know get, when to get motherfuckers out of your life. Because yeah. some, they just, they, they're not investing in you. Let them go. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be all right.